How's it going, everybody? Adrian here from the Gaming Observer, and welcome back to your daily news update for Friday, January the 29th. We're closing out your week here with quite a bit of news. Uh, I'll reiterate this once again. I'm not going to talk about GameStop because it's kind of taken on a life of its own, hasn't it? And I can't even pretend to be the one that understands what's going on besides the fact that I see big numbers and the stock is going crazy. So feel free to peruse that story on your own. There are people out there explaining it way better than I can. Let's jump into some different news. First of all, the Epic Game Store released a blog post detailing some of their statistics of 2020. And they confirmed that the store now has 160 million users on PC, registered users, with 31 million daily active users and 56 million monthly active users. And just for context, Steam has a little bit over double the monthly active users. Now, customers spent $700 million on the Epic Game Store in 2020, and only 37% of that was from third-party games. So that means that Epic's games brought in $441 million on PC, which presumably belongs to Fortnite alone. So you look at the Epic Game Store, 63% of it is Fortnite, and 37% is the rest of it. That's pretty wild. It's still a moneymaker. And then the only other thing here is that they gave away just over 100 games throughout the year for free. A total of 750 million individual titles were claimed, and they will be continuing to give away games in 2021. Last March, Ninja Theory departed from their usual action-adventure games, and they released a game called Bleeding Edge. It was a multiplayer hero brawler. Well, unfortunately, today they announced that they will be ceasing development on the game. Now, the servers are going to remain up so people can play it still. However, it's not really a surprise that they stopped working on it because it never really succeeded in taking off. In fact, on Steam, it struggled to get more than 20 concurrent players over the past few months, which is, uh, man, hard to justify development on that kind of game, right? Anyway, I'm not too worried about it. They've got a lot of exciting stuff on their plate right now, including Hellblade 2, but it is too bad that their attempt at kind of branching out a bit didn't work out. PlayStation 5 exclusive Returnal has been delayed to April 30th. That's about six weeks of delay. And uh, that's pretty much it. If you've never seen it, Returnal is a third-person shooter roguelike, where the protagonist is stuck in like an endless cycle of fighting monsters in space. You might recognize the developers. They're called Housemark. Uh, they made a game called Rezo Gun, which was a PlayStation 4 launch title. Anyway, Returnal is going to cost the standard AAA price which in the United States is now $70, but it has some excitement behind it, so hopefully it's good. One of the best games to release in the last decade, Slay the Spire, is going to be releasing on Android devices on February 3rd, which is next week. Finally, I'm so excited. Uh, the game had its official release on PC and consoles in 2019, and then it released on iOS last June, but it wasn't on Android, so people have been clamoring for this one for a while. And you hear me say it on this show all the time, but if you think you would have any interest in, like, a deck builder or a roguelike, you need to give this one a shot. And I have to imagine that mobile is a great place to play it as well. It's super easy to take on the go. But anyway, I've put a lot of time into the game, probably more than any other game in the last five years. So definitely give it a look. Once again, that's Slay the Spire. Okay, and I'm just going to lump a whole bunch of stories into this segment as we close out the show. First of all, old school RuneScape is heading to Steam on February 24th for the first time. They did a similar thing to uh, World of Warcraft Classic, where they just took a, an older version of the game and made it playable. Got very popular. 
if you're interested in Immortals Phoenix Rising, which is kind of the Ubisoft take on Breath of the Wild, it now has a demo available everywhere. So if you wanted to try it, then you can now try it everywhere. That was previously exclusive to Google Stadia. Uh, and the last one I'll mention here is that Evil Genius 2, which has been teased for a very long time, is now coming on March 30th. And if you've never seen that one, it's like a management simulator. You play like this evil... Well, you, you play an evil genius, I guess. But it's very comedic. You're building like an evil lair. Anyway. Uh, folks, that's, that's the news for today and for the week. Thank you so much for joining me. I am going to be back this weekend with some special shows. And then, of course, back with the news on Monday, as always. And until next time, happy gaming, everyone. Hey folks, TGO After Show. Uh, GameStop's just going wild, isn't it? This is the most that I've ever paid attention to stocks in my life. Like, I like to, you know, I like to be on the ups of, like, company financials and acquisitions. I find that all very interesting. And I don't know if people listening to this show find that stuff interesting, but I talk about it in any way because I like to think I make it interesting, at least. But anyway, stocks have been one of those things that I was just like, meh. You know, when stock goes up and down, I'm like... Sometimes it's an indicator of something, but it's not this major thing, I think. Until something like GameStop comes around and goes from $20 a share to $350 a share. And Wall Street gets very mad, and accusations of market manipulation start being thrown around by the, by the apps that allow you to purchase shares in companies. Anyway, I chose not to cover it because I'm not educated on the topic, and I'm... You know, like, I could give the basic rundown, but even the basic rundown would just take the whole show, so what's the point? In fact, I sent out a tweet, which is just that standard image, like, meme of, like, stonks. You know, they refer to stocks as stonks, that's the meme, and there's, like, an image that it's, you know. I didn't even say anything with it. Usually you say something witty with a meme. I just posted the image, because that's just me. Stonks, that's what. that's all I know. I also got tweeted at from Anna Marie. You'll recognize her as Pause on the Discord server. Uh, you know, somebody tweeted out, well, the, well, here's the quote, quote, game journos suddenly having to write about stocks, end quote. And then the picture is a dog with his paws on the, on the keyboard of a laptop, staring at a, at a Windows desktop home screen. And straight up, that is just, that's just me. And I fully recognize that I am that dog. So better, better, better to be safe than sorry. You know, I imagine I have a lot of educated listeners that know more about stocks than I do. I am not about to make a fool of myself. Well, I mean, I can do that on the after show, though, right? Because my, my God, those stocks, though, what an uproar this has been. Like, could you imagine? Do, could you have ever imagined this? I guess is kind of my point. Like GameStop was already kind of a meme because I don't know. They were, you know, they've always been struggling. They've been on the brink of bankruptcy for a really long time. They were looking for somebody to buy them out. Who would have freaking guessed that they would become more valuable on the stock market than Apple and Microsoft. Man, oh man. Anyway, hopefully the uh, the craziness dies down a little bit. I mean, I imagine it won't. I, I believe the people on the subreddit are trying to get the stock to like $5,000 or something like that, which is an ambitious goal, but if they've already made it this far, who knows what they have, what they have in store. All right, everyone, that'll do it. Back with the variety shows tomorrow, and until then, farewell. <laughs>